R.I.P. Kobe. You'll surely be missed. This right here, tell me why. Goes out to everyone. One of the best that ever did it. Truly love. Come on, check it out. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I laced the track, you locked the flow. So far from hanging on the block for dope. Notorious, they got to know that Life ain't always what it seemed to be Words can't express what you mean to me Even though you're gone, we still a team Through your family, I fulfill your dreams In the future, can't wait to see If you open up the gates for me Reminisce sometime, the night they took my friend Try to black it out, but it plays again When it's real, feelings hard to conceal Can't imagine all the pain I feel Give anything to hear half your breath I know you're still living your life after death R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. That's the song that I had to kind of like express how I feel. It's been a while. Hard to talk about, but, you know, we're going to start by giving our respects to the one and only Kobe Bryant. One of the best basketball players to ever do it, to ever step on that court. Um, when I got on the news, when I, when I found out about, about it, um, you know, I, I had a, like a little conversation my nephew told me my nephew was like yo unk kobe died and he sent me a screenshot of, of one of the newspaper like alerts on his phone and i was like nah this must be a joke like nah like on a sunday of all time like you don't expect somebody down on a sunday it's so weird um and then i went on twitter and then obviously there was a whole deleted tweet on tmz it was like it was just like a period of like 10 15 minutes where the news was out, but people were just in disbelief. Like people were like, nah, it can't be true. And I, and I had that kind of feeling for like 10 minutes when I was doing research. Uh, and then I found out, you know, he, yeah, he and uh, nine other people or eight other people, including his daughter, Gigi, have passed in a helicopter crash in Calabasas in the hills. And then when the video footage came through, and you know later when we found out he was with his daughter you know it was my my my, my stomach was just loose you know i was having a good day and then i don't know the way i felt about nip passing is exactly how i felt about this is like it, it was just untimely and, and 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 what made it worse is you know he had a daughter who who had so much life left and uh, along with her, you know her friends and, and the coach and all that like it was just it was painful i know a lot of kobe pan kobe fans just are still in disbelief and a lot of people haven't got gone a lot done this week I've, I've got one of my friends who she was really affected by this and i was like yo people are really affected by this you know kobe meant a lot to a lot of people um yeah um I know Monday I was, I was, I was fucked up. I really didn't do anything, but just even Sunday night, you know, watching NBA games, watching, um, the reaction was it the Spurs. I don't know who it was. And, um, the reaction of the NBA players. And I, 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 I just felt it was cruel to let them play. It's after this, it was just not fair. Um, I know the NBA have, you know, 
their sponsors, they have people who are ready that they pay. But this is Kobe. Like he brought so much to your league, you could have at least cancelled eight games. I like I honestly, Anna, and you know somebody like that, he deserves it. Somebody like that that deserves, you know, you know a whole eight games cancelled. But it was hard watching those players. It was hard watching the reactions, and um. You know, they, they paid tribute with the 24-second violation. That was that was amazing. Um, but yeah, heartbroken. The whole league is heartbroken. You know, all of us are heartbroken. Um, but what, what, what didn't make it better was all the conspiracies. There were a lot of conspiracies going around. Somebody that I, I, I had respect for, Dr. Umar Johnson, started saying a lot of stuff. Um, and I have no problem if you have a conspiracy, if you have facts. If you have facts, I have no problem. My problem with what he was doing was the first day he said it was some drug pharmaceutical company that had, that used uh, a mamba and in, 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 it was some Viagra medica- medication. I was like, okay, if you have proof, obviously. And then I, I wasn't like, okay, downplaying him because it was just, it was kind of like as, as a fellow pilot, to me, it was just, I needed to make sense. But I'm not one of those people who's going to rush to a conclusion. But I, I don't think what we think it is, 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 it's what it is. It's not as simple and clear for me. For somebody, for a pilot who has 30 years experience, it was commercial pilot, commercial um, flight instrument instructor. This guy was an instructor. This guy was at the top of the top. So to me, I, I wasn't rushing to conclusions like everyone else's because I, I have a background of aviation. I am a pilot and I know it's not as simple and black and white. And, you know, a lot of people should not talk about anything about aviation if you know nothing about it. Just shut up and let the NTSB do their investigation. So that that made it worse for me, the, you know, how people, one, you know, people had conspiracies about it. And I, not even conspiracies, it's facts. Like, for example, you know, Dr. Umar. First start of the whole pharmaceutical company killed Kobe. Next day, he says the NBA. And it's like, fam, like, I've lost respect for you. Stick to one. What is it? NBA or pharmaceutical? Just, I'd I, I respect you if you just stuck to one and stuck to your freaking conspiracy, not hop, hopping from one to another. And it's just, and then there was just a lot of pilot blaming. I'm not for pilot blaming yet until we find out everything. Aviation is not black and white. A lot of my friends were saying, yeah, no business flying in that weather. Let me tell you something. If you don't know anything about aviation, because a lot of civilians know nothing about aviation, it's not as black and white as you see. Because there were a lot of people talking about LAPD would not fly in their helicopters. Um, context is everything. I think people need to know that. If you if you don't know the context of aviation, the context of why LAPD were not flying, please don't talk about it. Because it's not that simple. Let me, for people who are saying he should not have been flying the pilot or whatever that flight, why did they get clearance for it then? Like, you need to ask yourself these questions. So that's why I say, if you know nothing about aviation, respectfully shut up, wait for six months to a year, and it's probably going to be a year for, for, for the NTSB to do the investigations. And if you don't know anything about it, you know, aircraft investigations, they take a very long time. And I know we love Kobe. And we want to know the reason fast, but you're not going to get it. Even if we know it, you're not going to get 
that definite uh, definite answer that you want because aviation is there's so many factors that go into it we can't just put human error into it and i'm not i'm not you know saying there's no human error but i just know knowing for you to be a sarkovsky air 76 pilot you know you are one of the best of the best you know and and that helicopter's own you know the queen flies it you know the president flies the exact same version so I'm yet to see, you know what I mean? People are just fast to conclude something. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say anything until enters become the investigations. But I hate how people come to a conclusion and you know not fuck all about aviation and flying helicopters or nothing. So that kind of made it frustrating. And yeah, it, it shows me social media is just a, a, a bad place for mourning. Um, there are a lot of people who are just insensitive. Um, you know, the whole story about TMZ reporting his death before even his family knowing. As, as somebody who's had somebody, you know, you know, close die, I definitely would not want to find out my father or my brother died in, an, in, a, in a helicopter accident from TMZ. Like... We need to put in a law when it comes to journalism and that type of stuff. You know, it, like there's so many shit that was going, you know, people, I, I saw a reputable and I know who this person is. And I, I felt like adding them post who's got a, a big following on their, on, on, on their socials and, and their, and their, and their website posting a famous video going around of a helicopter in, you know, in, a, in crashing. And, and and I was really pissed by that video because I saw it because I wanted to just like get people are just sharing bogusness and it made me sick because that helicopter number one was a different type. It doesn't take you, it doesn't take 10 seconds to find out what type of helicopter Kobe was. There are pictures all over the web for it. His design was very unique. It's, it's one in a million helicopter. You can literally identify it. The helicopter that was in that video was one, a different type, a different color altogether. Number two, those visual conditions were so different. That was like clear, like hot weather. That night, that day was a foggy, cold day in Los Angeles. Number three, the helicopter crashed in the canyon. I'm sorry, but there are no canyons in the Los Angeles area outside of, of when you go to Nevada and Grand Canyon. So it's like any basic research would have told you that this was fake, but people kept on retweeting it and sharing it to their sites. And it's just like, you niggas are sick. You niggas make me sick. Like, oh yeah, that, that was sickening. Um, yeah, but we'll have to wait up to a year. And I know people want to know, are going to make the assumptions and I just have to let them do that. But, um, yeah, it was sad, you know, everyone's reactions and their stories that they shared, you know, what, what, what is just so sad about this. And, and I, you know, I think he's him and LeBron are the only people that when they pass, they're going to be immortalized. They, they're forever going to be in our hearts. You know, there are very few players. There are a lot of players who who played amazing on the court and who set records, but are just not that interesting off the field or maybe sometimes a dick or just don't give a fuck about us. 
and you didn't get that from Kobe. You know, I'm gonna give an example, and I, and I know it's how people love Kobe, uh, people love Jordan, and love Jordan. But Jordan is just a dick outside off the court. Let's let's keep it a buck. Jordan is amazing. I'm not gonna. He's the best that ever did it. No question about it. But uh, this would not. I don't think we would have. It will. We will react to Jordan the way. I mean, we we we, we will because he has a lot of memories. Not me, but because I didn't grow up like I was too young. To remember Jordan. You know, I remember him, but I don't remember him. Like, I was like 14, 15, uh, watching Kobe, like, do his thing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I have Kobe shoes. I have one of his most expensive shoes right now. That's going for like $10,000. Uh, like, you know, I, I love Kobe. You know, I, I saw him, you know, do his thing, you know, from 81 points to five championships. To, to everything with him and Shaq, you know, um, for a big point of when I fell in love with basketball, I was a Lakers fan. But now I'm a Heat fan. I'm sorry. But, you know. But, yeah, like, people like him, Kobe, Allen Iverson, you know, um, LeBron, like, they, they're nostalgic for me. You know, there's so many nights I used to, you know, come back to school to watch, you know, AI reruns because I couldn't, you know, obviously time zone and everything i couldn't watch the games before night so i would come back and literally watch you know highlights if not a replay for a whole game of alan iverson um so and 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 no sounds stupid but it's the truth i don't feel like i don't think i would re i would react the way to jordan like if we like to i have to kobe because you know he was so kind and 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 and, and the stories that just came out are just so like yeah this Mamba mentality. A lot of people want to talk about mamba mentality, but I think you know we, we want to represent. We want to continue that, but to be honest, to be frank, you know there are very few people in the world who have mamba mentality. That's that's honestly the truth. And uh, yeah, man, rest in peace to Kobe. We will miss you. Um, you know, you know. Um, thinking and praying for his family. Um, I can't even imagine what they're going through. Um, yeah. But anyway, let, let me continue, man. It's, it's been a while since I've obviously posted a podcast and I need to update you on no, I haven't been podding. It's just a lot of things that were happening in my life. You know, I, I, I moved house recently um, in like October and my last part was in September. And, um, yeah, it was just, you know, moving house is just a bitch. And, and, and that just took a toll on me and just not expecting, you know, moving so far away. You know, I was in London now and now I'm like up north in the Midlands. And, you know, it's just, it's an adjustment period that I had to make. I, <laughs> a lot of it was just weird. It was, it was, it was adjustment that I didn't expect and realizing that, oh, like there's a lot of things I need to adjust and and I'll talk about that another day but I really want to focus on anymore because um I don't know but I, I've realized moving away from from London has you know and I know most of my listeners are from from the US but I just want to explain like I'm I'm sure you guys understand if you're moving from a metropolitan city or from an area that's got a lot of minorities that's fused a lot Imagine going from 
uh, LA to <laughs> Texas somewhere weird, it's like in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Like there's there's an adjusting period, and I and I never realized that I never saw it, but I've 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 had a lot of scenarios in the last couple of months that were just like, oh, you know, a lot of just insensitiveness to people here are not they're not a lot of minorities i can count if i see a black person in in in, in, in town i'm like what you know so you know what that comes to any black person any minority you know what that comes to then sensitiveness is just it's just i didn't expect it i didn't expect to see it coming a lot of kind of like low racism to be honest i had a lot of occasions that were just i've never had in my entire life living down down south in london and it's just like wow people here are kind of kind of like a step backwards and not see i, I could someone could say I, you don't blame them because they're no minorities but i'm a human at the end of the day before i'm you know you know the first time i met a white person you know i didn't were like oh yeah you're what? like no like you treat me as a human i'm just like you just you know our skin is different and we obviously we like things different we have different traits but i'm a human you know so I've, I've had a lot of altercations you may say uh some just snide racist comments not racist but some of them were racist some of them were just like okay yeah i'm i'm like i'm uncomfortable with that you know i'm not your friend type of thing and then i, I had one situation i'm not gonna dig deep into it because you know it was one of those things that I think um made me feel a certain type of way. Um and another reason why I haven't been partying and kind of whatever, but because I, it hit me differently and I think it's just in a combination of a lot of things. You know, I've got one of my close friends who always says you have a Pandora's box and and one day that thing is gonna blow up. And and I did. It was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like I am so non-confrontational. But I had an incident that happened in a in a shop recently that made me very not very I wasn't aggressive, even though the person thought that said I was aggressive. But it was a straw that like brought the camels back. I think the the just adjusting to somewhere new and just just dealing with a lot of just weirdness from white people and just things that made me uncomfortable and made me like a target, to be honest. And and this was nothing to do with race. Uh, from what I feel, but later on, I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I've never experienced this anywhere else other than here. I'm just experiencing all these different altercations and weird altercations. And an altercation in a shop. Not an altercation, but it was, for me, it was. I'm very non-confrontational. I'm very, like, walk away. But I didn't walk away. I spent 20 minutes having an argument with this person, trying to, and this person was in the wrong. And, and... Fast forward, because I'm not going to dig deep into it, what it was, because, um, you know, my friend, you know, so I, one of a close friend of mine, she's an angel, God sent, kind of like, you know what, you, you don't give these people the power of, of letting you being bothered, you know, um, and you don't need validation from them. And it, it really, really hit home because I think for the longest I've been, I've been seeking validation from society um that you know and 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 i never realized it honestly i never realized it um and it's habit that i I, i'm kicking you know getting rid of because you're never gonna get validation from society people there's so many fucked up people 
in in society and in this altercation that I had made made me realize that and um yeah i was I was really angry and uh I even like filed um a case with the company and they were really helpful um contact with the manager that person that person was actually a manager who a store manager that I had a you know situation with and then I got in touch with the back and the funny thing what what I realized he didn't think that I would go to this way of like informing you know his company's HR and 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 you know threatening legal action and you know it what happened was very discriminatory to, towards me and I wasn't letting I wasn't like not walking away without repercussions or at least like him realizing like i wasn't i'm not fucking with you i'm not just a random person who you're gonna treat shit and then i'm just gonna walk away no like i'm you're gonna pay and and i did all that and they were remorseful and i, I got apologized twice he didn't apologize to me but you know i was i couldn't be told what what action was taken because of some stupid eu law called gdpr and it is actually a law they can't tell you what what action happened because of some EU data come out some bullshit. Uh, that was frustrating, but then I realized that after the conversation I had with my friend, like, yo, just let it go. You don't let these people have a hold on you. You don't need the approval. You don't need, you know, society's approval of who you are. You know, I'm a, I'm I'm somebody who's very different, and 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 all my life I've I've wanted that approval. Like I'm just like I wanted. To, to have that branding of normal but you know i'm not i'm not i'm not normal i'm never going to be normal and i need to just be proud of that and accept that and and it's been a long journey of that and 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 talking about it easy but implementing you know the the, the theory is is another thing um so yeah like that's been difficult i'm not gonna lie you know, d dealing with personal battles and personal scars and just, just my head and, 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 um, been listening to this guy on Spotify. I need to listen to him. I was recommended by my, my friend and she told me to listen to him and, and he just kind of, you know, gave me a different perspective. And, and I, I've, I've read on these books, I've read on the four agreements, but I, I don't, I think certain things like this bring it up. You know, I'm, I'm very good at putting things be, be behind the rug under the rug and just sweeping them but not really dealing with them and i think this is one of those things that just broke the camel's back and and you know you know all the lessons that i learned from the four agreements right by, by, by miguel Ruiz, which is one of my favorite books you know don't take anything personally you know i i, I threw it to it threw it out when, when, when this happened to me um so yeah i'm just working on myself and um if you want to hear more about that and what i'm going about it you know i'm really going in this blind but you know the good thing is i have a really amazing friend who's just helping me with this journey and it's not going to be easy but um i need to do it i think it's 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 a healthy mindset to have you know um and a, and a lot of people have it, but you don't realize it. Um, because in that conversation, I was like, so what does that mean? Does that mean, you know, um, I'm seeking approval from people? 
and I, and I honestly wasn't like I was like nah I'm not doing it but my me giving a fuck about what somebody in a shop whether I was treated badly but me giving that much like it it, it does state that I I did I I did want or do want approval of society and 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 that's just a mindset and 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 that I need to change um and and be honest with myself I think it's very important as people to be very honest, especially with the things that are really like personal and the shit that we, we don't want to talk about. Cause I was talking to this girl and, uh, and she was like, yo, you've been quiet and distant. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going through some shit. Then she was like, so what is it that made you like feel a certain way or why, why made you distant to whatever. And I completely had forgotten about this altercation that I had. And um, I realized, yo, the mind can put shit behind and, and people can really put shit behind and not remember it. Like, and yeah, I'm just putting my shit out and, and letting it dry and then, you know, then, then to put it under the rug. So yeah, that, that's what's been going on. Um, what else has been going on since I parted? You all know last year I was, I was putting shit on, putting shit on front street, making the block hot. I've taken a back off of off relationship and but saying that you know i i, I had a <laughs> um I had a little situation not a situation situation is putting it fucking harshly but i I had an interesting conversation with somebody um this is what happened like especially the Christmas was just and like transitioning to new is is very it's very interesting for me because I always see the people and I know it's petty, but, and, and, and kind of like, yo, why are you doing this? But it kind of shows the people that really fuck with you kind of in the kind of way. Like I, I, I always say, I don't want the stubborn relationships, the stubborn friendships. And, and I have amazing, two amazing friends, female friends, and they, I can go a month without texting, without calling and you know what? They will call every single week. They will text every single week to touch in base. Like there is no pride in love. There is no pride in in friendships and relationships. And that same thing that I've wanted to attract, I finally have it in two amazing friends. Like no pride. And I, I, I do that with the people that deserve it. You know, there's certain people who just, example, Christmas comes by, you don't send a text message. And I'm like, I'm not going to send a text message to nobody. I just want to see who's who has not pride because I have a lot of people who are close and I, and I do a lot for them. But it's like when it comes to it, are you gonna have pride by sending a Christmas message? And I usually do. Like I, I, I you said the record straight, and you, I don't want people to be thinking, "Oh yeah, you have pride. Oh yeah, you should communicate first and all this bullshit." But it was just some. It was a test because I, I felt like I need to get rid of a lot of riffraff in my life. <laughs> a, a lot of just one-way friendships I had a lot of those in 2019 and i and i got rid of them but just not like wishing anyone merry christmas and seeing if they would and and a lot of them you should they clearly showed that they have pride and they didn't at all and i was like yeah i'm just not gonna speak to you so this one girl she posted something like I said, I'm not going to make the block hot because she's one of those girls. And, and this is a funny thing, right? Women think that I don't know 
their habits how like the shit that you do the shit the sneaky shit you you niggas do you know secretly watching my facebook secretly watching my instagram my stories listening to my podcast like you niggas are not slick i know it and i don't need i don't need proof your actions show it sometimes your silence the way you talk to me shows it so this girl i i think if you if you hearken back last year i told you i was in a situation with this girl kind of a long distance thing i had a little 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 uh holiday you know situation a little holiday fling and to be honest it was harmless fun um but i thought she was cool <laughs> i'm gonna say this i thought the girl was cool and and i'm gonna be very honest and i was pissed off and i realized yo if you don't have these conversations or at least if you don't have situation or awareness of of, of, of how women are going about things in 2020 you will get rightfully fucked because this is what happened right me and this girl we haven't seen each other in like two years but she this is the thing that i really annoyed me she was really on like i want you to marry me type shit i'm sure i've talked about this she was really on like i want you to marry me type shit and i was like okay you gassing i was like okay whatever and to be truthfully i was only in it for the hit it and quit it when i go back on that you know to that place basically when i go back home she was a hit and quit it for me i'm not gonna lie to you that's why i wasn't hurt when i really saw her true actions mood what she was really like moving like so um she posted something on christmas like i said i wasn't texting nobody on christmas i really just like i want to see the niggas who have pride and niggas who don't have pride and she was one of them and she like what, what like was wanted to be wifey but she wasn't really showing it and um i was like okay okay and i saw something that she posted of some nigga who would, who would clearly send a message to her wishing a merry christmas and was all romantic and she said that, send that screenshot on her story and i was like ah cool cool i'm glad i'm glad i'm i'm we're not more than little holiday fling or whatever even though i've shown intention that you know i can make you wifey if you act right <laughs> you know but i was like okay i kept that shit to myself i was like okay i changed my phone had a problem like two weeks ago my phone my phone don't use fucking fake chinese usb chargers you fuck up your phone so i fucked up my phone and then i have a good you know every player has a good backup phone you know just the phone you just pull out from nowhere that no one knows about you know a burner i have a little burner you know just in case so i pulled out my burner and um yeah i got back on whatsapp and i had blocked her funny enough after new years i had blocked her so i was like i don't want somebody who's prideful you're moving very suspect so i blocked her but then obviously it was blocked on my iphone when i went on my burner that her contact was still there so then she sent a message i was like oh shit shit i can't block her now after she's she seen you know you know so i was like okay what's up stranger blah 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 she was all like oh chimey chimey like oh like yeah i miss you blah 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 when am i gonna see you type shit and i was like bitch 
You posted something on Christmas Day about about a nigga that you obviously were in a romantic situation. Do not play me. I do not have sucker on my forehead. Okay, I didn't say that, but I, I said it that way, you know, but in a gentleman type of way. But I was really like showing like, listen, I am not dumb. You know, and I previously said to her like, listen, I know everything that happens in your life. I wanted to know about it because we share the same friends, you know, you know, the world is very small. And, I, and she was like, really? And, and, and that showed me like, okay, you have to pay attention to these little things that women like telling themselves so many times. But if you're dumb, they will play you like a fiddle. But if you're smart, you'll like, especially if, if you're, if you're conniving like me. Then I realized, yeah, this girl definitely is not being single or whatever. Like, I'm not the only nigga that she, she's talking to. Like, don't play me. You know what I mean? I'm not playing you. I'm not play I, I've never said we're whatever, but please don't play me like, you know, Dumbo the Fool. And then I was like, oh, so what's, what was that about? She's like, oh, she, 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 and then she realized I caught her and, and she couldn't hide. And then I said, listen, okay, this is where I want to just emphasize. I may have a little bit, <laughs> just, you know, Sometimes you have to play a certain act so you get the truth, you know? So I said to her, listen, baby girl, you're the only girl that I'm talking to. You're the only one that I want. My actions, my intentions, I have, come on, man, you don't see my intentions. Like, I'm really serious about you, type of shit. And it may have been cap or not, you know, but she was like, she felt bad. And I and I I throw I threw in some sauce in there. I'm not gonna lie to you. I threw in some sauce <laughs> that made her feel like shit. <laughs> then she was like, she was like, I'm shocked. So I was like, oh, why, why are you shocked? She was like, oh nah, I thought we you were seeing other people. I don't know if you were serious about me. And I was like, what do you mean? You now you're showing your true colors. So, like, she was really shocked. So I was like, okay, so, uh, like, all the time I was wasting on you, talking to you, putting in effort, how did you not know that I was serious about you? Like, she, I made it look like a fool. Because I was like, listen, I'm really putting in effort. You know, even though I'm not really, I'm capping. But, like, from her side, yeah, it's believable. Because I am. And she, she felt like a fool. She was like, and this is where I understand her. She was like, oh, I just thought I was just somebody, you know, to, 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 to be your company when you were over here on holiday. I didn't know, you know, you know, it was more than that. And I was like, so why were you saying that you want to get married to me? Why were you saying all this shit about me and my, my, my family and shit like you you wouldn't make those kind of jokes if you uh, if you was just uh, a holiday fling fling would you like so you're sending the wrong signals as well you try to play both sides of the fence like you want to eat your cake and have it too type of shit like don't play me you know what i mean don't play me try to tell me uh, i want to be your wife i want to do this i want to do this like I want to see you, but then 
you kind of like, oh yeah, I didn't think we were, you know, more than just like a holiday fling. So I, I was just like peeved to be honest, because I was like, okay. And then what what made what made it worse is she thought she could still play me. She thought well once I call her that you know she 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 could she could kind of make up things and. She said to me, this is when I realized, yo, thinking like on your own without getting someone else's perspective is very dangerous. Just, just, just making assumptions on its own is very dangerous, especially in a situation, relationship, whatever it may be, the same rule applies. She says, I see you posting girls on your socials all the time. She basically made the assumption that because I have girls on my social life, I have female friends, that those women I am dating. And I said, get the fuck out of here. I said to her bluntly, you couldn't ask me who these women are. You couldn't be as a grown man, ask me, yo, what's up? What's up with this? What's up with that? You just made an assumption and ran with it. And then you let a good thing go. I was like, I've never posted a girl that I've been with. But no, not that she, no, no, like for real, not, not that she has seen. If I've ever posted a girl that I was with, it was not definitely on no socials that I'm friends with her. So I know that for a fucking fact. So then I was like, really? I was like, yo, you're immature, girl. Like, I can't have any type of situationship with you or we can't take it to another level. And I'm lying. I, I, this was a relationship fling. She was right, but you know, I wanna, I, I wanna reap my, reap my, I wanna reap my seed. Is that the word? You know, I planted a seed. I wanna reap the rewards. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yo, you're making assumptions. That's not. That's deadly. That's not. That's not good for your mental health, baby girl. You're just making assumptions on your own. You're not asking me. Like, what is that? You know. Let me know. Is that how all of you move? Because that is, that is honestly dizzy. And I just, I can't, I can't deal with that. Honestly, like it's that type of movement is just, but anyway, fast forward. Um, to be honest, she's very lucky because I just let her get away with the fact that she's seeing other people. Usually, I wouldn't tolerate that, regardless if we're in a relationship or not. I'm just not that dude. But I really don't give a shit about this broad like that. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I knew that she wasn't worthy of my time. But I'm still going to get some. So that's why I haven't, like... And I said to her, I'm going to have a conversation with you. Don't think that it's all rosy. Don't be calling me, like, oh, yeah, what are you, what are you doing for Valentine's? What, like, that's not a thing. I, I, have, to, I have to get to this. Women think they're slick. And I'm not saying all women. There's a certain group of females. The, the chicks that you in situ have been in situations with, situationships with, or they want to be in situationship with you. Something happens around the time of, of February. Y'all women act batshit crazy just to get a Valentine's date or get, get a Valentine's present. It is so sad. I almost say to this girl, baby girl, you are not my wifey. You know, and I, and I made a random Instagram of all this was like, if me and you, if you're not holding it down like a wife, like a girlfriend, you did not deserve a Valentine's gift. 
if you are sighting, you know, a little thing that I tap there and there, you do not deserve a Valentine's gift. Like, and, and, and I know how you move. You start being all romantic. This girl started calling me when she was sick. Oh, I'm sick. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You sound like, you know, you're dying. She's like, I got a pair of pain. I was like, oh, bitch, please. You're calling me for a pair of pain? <laughs> I was like, come on. And it's all, it's, 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 the play is so, I can see it from afar. You want to act all romantic. You want to, you want to bring back the spark just so you can get a Valentine's date or a Valentine's present. Not, not me. Mm -mm, I'm cool. I'm really cool. And I told her, I ain't doing shit for you. Like, I don't care. I don't care if you're going to give me poom. I'm not doing shit. Like, you don't deserve it. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it might, it might sound um, toxic, but it's the fucking truth. Like, you can't treat everybody like a queen. For you to get treatment like a queen, you have to act like a fucking queen. You have to be there like a fucking queen. Not every now and then. Like, I'm, I'm going to just keep it a buck. You know what I mean? Um, and females like that, you are susceptible to niggas like me playing you like a fiddle. Like, I, I can play you like a fiddle. And I hate that in 2020, the, you know, player hill's coming back. But to be honest, no female right now that wants to be, just wants to be my life, deserves the good guy in me. You know what I mean? Like you really have to be, you have to deserve it. For me to treat you right, for me to be a gentleman, for me to be, you know, you know, a prince and take care of you like, like, like the princess you deserve to be. You have to be one. And, and that's just how I'm rolling. I'm not giving everyone, you know, the same treatment that I give people that I really love and are really like queens. So this is how I'm rolling in 2020. You know, that's just how it is. That's how I have to move because this shit out here is not cool. You know what I mean? Things are grimy out here. But yeah, I just, I just thought I should tell you about that. So uh, what else has been happening? The coronavirus. You know, the outbreak, about 120, 170 people have died so far. Thousands are infected or whatever. You know, the World Health Organization finally, you know, has declared, you know, an, uh, an, an emergency for the globe. I read a story about the Chinese people who were on a fucking boat trip in out you know in the mediterranean out just near italy and now a whole fucking cruise ship has to be quarantined because you're selfish motherfuckers why are chinese people traveling especially people from the from that province from wuhan province why are your motherfuckers still going on fucking holidays how selfish are your motherfuckers i saw a video of a nigga who had the virus spinning the elevator button so so other people can get affected like you niggas are showing how selfish you are. Like, you niggas should not be going anywhere. And now, England today has reported out their first two viruses. I'm like, motherfucker, wow. Why did we not say we're quarantining these motherfuckers? You niggas are not traveling for a month at least. These motherfuckers just freely travel wherever the fuck they want to. I hate that. What, like, what is up with that? Please tell me. Like, no. Like, it's selfish. Like... And I, and I also read that the Chinese people didn't want to give other countries a copy of the virus because obviously they'll make more money if they find the cure. And I'm like, your humans are fucked up. But, you know, luckily enough, a laboratory in, in uh, Sydney 
got a copy of the virus and they're working on um, cures all around the world. I hope they can find a cure. Uh, Chinese people, you niggas should stop eating fucking bats and snakes. I'm going to say we can't be political correct when you niggas are moving dizzy. Um, but yeah, that's that. Um, that's the last thing I give a shit about, to be honest. If I die with a Wuhan virus, hey, that was God's intention, my nigga. I know a lot of people are getting so fucking like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm not even going to talk about like my mom. My mom, like, like she's like dead. She, she's going to start walking, walking around with a mask the way... And, and I don't blame her because the media just plays on people's emotions like that. People who are so like, you know, but I don't really give a shit if, you know, the Wuhan takes me, whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> I have a different take about that, but I'm not going to get into it. You, you guys are going to think I sound like a dick. <laughs> but yeah, man, we're we going we to end this one on um, Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator. You know, he's, he's somebody... That I, I I wasn't a big fan of. Um, I have to be very very honest. But he he made a gra Grammy speech. Not this was not the initial Grammy speech. This was after what he said. Um, and and we I've talked about this last year. I had a podcast called Validation. Go back listen to that. I talked about the Grammys or why we seek validation from the Grammys. Why we seek validation from white people. Diddy was talking about. You know, we created this shit. You are nothing without us. You know, to the Grammys and, and whatever. And and we really need to take that energy and create our own shit. And we have our own shit. But we don't support our own shit like we do these white people awards. So I have a problem with that. We also contradicting ourselves saying, uh, and 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 like what Tala said is like, I you're 100% right. But when are we gonna step away and and stop going to the Grammys? Because they, really, they don't really give a shit about us. Because, like, Tyler Cray's album is an ego. If anyone's ever listened to that, that's not a rap album. You know what I mean? And he says it the best. You know, so listen. On one side, I'm very grateful that uh, what I made could just be acknowledged in a world like this. But also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre-bending, they always put it in a rap or urban category. And I don't like that urban word. It's just a politically correct way to say the N-word to me. So when I hear that, I'm just like, why can't we just be in pop? I felt like half of me feels like the, the rap nomination yep. was a backhanded compliment. Like, my little cousin wants to play the game. Let's give him the unplugged controller so he could shut up and feel good about it. And that's true. That's spot on. You know, it was a backhanded compliment. Just like he... he so when are we gonna be like okay yeah we we should stop fucking with the with the grammys because they they literally don't give a shit about our music to even c categorize it correctly they just think we all rap niggas you know and uh i'm just tired of oh, we, we keep on doing this we keep on doing this with the oscars so white with the emmy so white like motherfuckers they don't give a shit about us let's go support our own shit go support the fucking BT awards come on man or create some other ep upper echelon shit like you know you i look at the rock nation brunch and how classy it was why can't we do something like that but as an awards you know what i mean like and and, and i don't know i don't know I, i've spoken about this so many times i'm tired of it it's just it's to keep on doing the same shit all over and over again that is called insanity doing the same shit all over again looking 
for the same result. Like, do something that was different. You know what I mean? Um, when are you going to realize it? You know? But uh, yeah, man, thank you for listening. I was looking at stats and I was like, people are still listening to this podcast even like after a couple of months I haven't posted. So I appreciate you. The numbers are really good. Um, I appreciate you listening to this. Um, solo podcasting, back to solo podcasting. Uh, I'll try to get Dylan back, my co-host, my little nephew, back on whenever he's available. I know he's got exams and shit. But I uh, will try to do some stuff with him later, you know, but topics to speak of. But yeah, man, this is good. Just to, this is therapy for me. So um, appreciate you. Go, go, go follow, go subscribe, go rate it on Apple Music. A lot of you listen to Apple Music. I've never even like logged on to the Apple Podcast app. But a lot of you, like 80% listen to Apple Podcasts. So I appreciate you. If you are listening to Apple Podcasts, please, please rate this shit. It really helps me. You know, I, I really, I'm going to try to put a put in the effort to put a podcast. If I can't get deals on it, I'll do a solo, solo one. That 40 minute a week, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to be traveling soon in a couple months. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put in a, a big effort. Now I've moved. Now I... I've settled down to put out more podcasts and uh, get better at it. I'm still not the not the best at it. I'm just spewing out what I think and, um, you know, making talks great again. That's the whole premises of this podcast, taking it back to the 90s. We're going to um, end it, man. RIP Kobe Bryant, 824. We will miss you. Uh, mama mentality. Somebody has to take that, you know, and, and and continue that mama mentality um thoughts and prayers are with your family and everyone affected in that crash and all social media just wants to hype on just kobe but there were other people in it he and his, his daughters his friends the coach the pilot please let's not forget the pilot um yeah so this one is for kobe Bryant. everyone affected in that crash rest in peace dog i will see you next week Peace.